Well, um, it's kind of interesting at the beginning of the week, uh, Rick and myself, and two of them, we were just having a meeting and we were just like, Rick had just had this word in relationship to the presence of God and just wanted to just, um, just speak some things in relationship to the individual presence of God and how that works and how that, because we've been talking about the presence of God. That's kind of where we're at. It's kind of a theme that we'll be talking about for a while. And, and, um, and I, and I, does anybody else need a, a handout? I know a few people. I don't know if anybody else got any. Other. So uh, we've been talking about this presence, the presence of God. And so he was going to talk about an individual, and but he just felt like that was for kind of everybody and together. So since the women were gone, he we decided, well, we'll just kind of see what God says. Well, you know, I had been working on a few things, but the one thing I kind of said he was like, well, that kind of that kind of goes towards the end of this whole series. So I was like, okay. So then, um, come last night, he just uh, he just felt like he needed to stay up in Smith Mountain Lake. He's just been there praying, praying for the ladies, he, not going to the meetings, but praying for the ladies and uh, praying with Daniel and Val Wheeler up there. And so then I was like, oh, okay. If you're staying, then I guess that means I'll be. Speaking. <laughs> so uh, the other word you're gonna, you're getting today, uh, the other word that the Lord had really been speaking to my heart was just just this whole thing about uh, ever since I spoke that first time back when God just did a lot of things in my life in relationship to just getting free of fear and intimidation was just this whole um, statement in this key verse up here in Matthew ten seven and eight, and um, and we're just gonna be talking about a, one of the keys to walking in God's presence is when I freely receive, that I freely give. And there's, I, I felt like the Lord just, ever since I spoke that, that, that on that thing, I was like, man, there's a whole other sermon in that. There's a whole other talk in that that needs to come out because I really believe there's some, there's some dead seedness in us. And we're going to talk, we're going to get to that in just a second. But as you, as you preach saying, the kingdom of God is, is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. That's, that's action. <laughs> but it says, as you freely received, what? Freely give. Now, these disciples were just in that place in, in relationship to Jesus. They were receiving, they were getting some crazy download. I mean, here's, here's the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, coming out in the flesh. I mean, I don't know if I mean, that would be a little overwhelming to me, probably, and probably to them. But it, as he was saying that there's some place that when you freely receive something, you have to freely what? Give it. There's never a freely receive. It, just, it really just doesn't work that way. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll see a few of those in the, in this, this morning. But um, and it was interesting last night because we had planned to do, we were going to try to do the Lord's Supper together last week. And, just seemed like there was so much that we were like we're going to jam something in there or we're going to cut something out so but we were just wanting to we were like no maybe that's something maybe we can do this week and you know move that to this week and so Tulia was like well we we really didn't get anybody to do that and he said you think that's part of your sermon so I was like well I don't know it didn't really seem to flow but then all of a sudden the Lord last night said you should really go look at that scripture about the Lord's Supper so I was like well okay first Corinthians is is there and so when I started looking at First Corinthians, it says this is the first thing he says in relationship to the Lord's Supper. For I received from the Lord 
that which I what? Delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed took bread. So we're going to come back to that at the end as we take Lord's Supper. But it was interesting. Paul was saying, you know, I, from that which I received from the Lord, then I had went and what? Delivered to you. Delivered to you. And so there's this place that the Lord's calling us out of just receiving. Because receiving is great. We need to receive. And, and there's a place that sometimes we've got to make sure our receivers aren't broken. Or our receivers are good. I mean, I don't know if you've ever tried to take a radio. Eh, it's re- ridiculous. But for some reason, in, in my house, when I'm trying to get the radio right on, it's one of those old knobs, you know, it's whatever. Trying to get that receiver right on that uh, 91 point whatever, 5, 3. You know, it's hard to get it right in there. Um, and the Lord's saying, well, you know, make sure our receivers are receiving. But but anyway, uh, and I love this in, in relationship. So we're going to come back to that in just a second. But the Lord also brought this scripture in relationship to um, Hebrews. Go on to the next one. Because faith had a connection of faith to receiving. Okay? And, and so there's a place that faith has a whole lot to do with conceive, uh, receiving. In relationship to her conceiving here. By faith, even Sarah, I love it, herself received the ability to conceive even beyond the proper time of life. Why? Why was, why, was, why was she able to receive that? Because she considered, she came to a conclusion that what? He, she considered him faithful who had promised. All of a sudden, there was a faith that rose up in her that, that all of a sudden released the, the, this promise of God into her. Uh, the promise of God was already there, but for some reason it wasn't getting released, right? I mean, all of y'all know, I mean, she was, how old was she? hundred-ish? Maybe 90 some, <laughs> right? She's been waiting and God's already spoken that she's going to re- receive a, a son. They were going to be a father and mother of many nations, right? So all of a sudden they're having to, uh, a place that, oh gosh, man, what's going on with this receiving part? Well, somehow in the midst of that, by faith, she received. But when did, she, when did that happen? Like when did really this by faith she received come about? It's really when she came to this conclusion in her spirit. I don't know if y'all remember that whole context of that whole story, but I mean, I mean, both Abraham and Sarah laughed in that whole process. I don't know if y'all remember that. We're not going to go. We don't have time to go back and remember that or catch that. But they they both laughed in the process. But somewhere, all of a sudden, they had they came to this firm resolve, this faith that rose up within them and said, "No, God, you are faithful. Period. You are faithful." Even when it, well, I don't see it, when, when it doesn't even, it, when it seems impossible, God, you're faithful. That's when we need to declare God's faithful, FYI. <laughs> when it seems impossible, when it seems like it's too hard to overcome, that's when God's faithful. But, of course, you know, we can always look on the other side of it and say, yeah, God was faithful. But, but Abraham and Sarah decided on this side, you know, on this side of that baby, they were going to say, God, you're faithful. And when they considered him faithful, all of a sudden, bam, she received the ability to conceive. And so there's faith in this whole thing. But I want, I want to go through, well, why is, it, why is freely receiving and freely giving so important? And I, I think the first one is that the Lord just gave me this whole thing about the Dead Sea. And I, um, go on to that next one. 
you know, because we're not created to be a Dead Sea. I don't know if y'all remember what the Dead Sea does, but what, what happens with the Dead Sea? Everything goes in and what? Nothing goes out. I was reading there, it's like, like 7 million. I was trying to remember that figure. Maybe 7 million gal- gallons get evaporated from that thing every day or something. It was like, or maybe that's have the time frame. But all, all it does is evaporate. It does it like nothing, everything that goes in, nothing comes out. And what happens? Does anything live in it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So there's a place in our, our lives that there is no possible way that God can download amazing, incredible stuff into our lives and it just sit there because what happens? If we come to our, our own spirit to be dead. And remember this in relationship to Jeremiah. I love this, but because Jeremiah struggled. I mean, he was going to a people that didn't really want to hear from him. I mean, he, I mean, several times in this whole place, he's like, man, I've been, I'm a laughing stock. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to listen to me. Uh, I'm having to speak very hard things that I would really like to just go in and say some things that would, you know, be a delight to some ears, you know, get some love in there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you guys, but if, I mean, if all you had to go to speak to these people that are so uh, stubborn and they don't want to come out from where they're at, that's a hard place. And so he was in this hard place, but he, he came to this realization. He says, but if I say I will remember him or speak, I will not remember him or speak anymore in his name, then in my heart it becomes like a burning fire shut up in my bones. And I am weary of holding it in and I cannot endure it. Even Jeremiah in that place is like, I know that if I keep getting everything that God's got speaking into me, if I don't release it, it will become something that burns burns my inside up. You know, that it will cause this, you know, this, this thing in here. So I felt like the Lord is just saying, we can't, I can't be a, a dead sea. I can't be a place where stuff comes in and nothing goes out. You know, that's, that's a, as I freely receive, I've got to freely give. Now, does that just mean I need to go out and start doing this, that, and the other? No, it does, but it does mean that there's a place where I've got to say, all right, God, where is the release to the stuff that you're putting in me? Where is that release coming from? Where is that place? Because I don't, I don't want to be that, that place where things come in and just it stagnates, you know. It's amazing, I think. Um, you know, it's just a place that, you know, it's just remarkable that that, that much stuff is going in there into that place. And it's a beautiful place. I mean, if you look at the Dead Sea and everything around it, it's beautiful, but it's amazing how it's dead inside. So that's where that's the things that we can become. The reality is that we're beautiful. God's made us beautiful. But the reality is God wants to bring that forth. That's that's the, that's the fourth. And I love this. You know, well, why is it important? Next one. Go on to the next one. Because the body. Uh, is there one before that? Maybe not. So sorry, we were. I was throwing this all together at the. Is there one before that? Go back one. Um, the body, because is there First Peter there, Jordan? No. All right, uh, remind me to get it in there. But First uh, Peter four ten. Uh, sorry, unfortunately, the PowerPoint does not like to go into this program that we have for some reason, or at least mine. Um, so I'm going to flip to First Peter four ten. Um. 
as, as each one has received a special gift or a spiritual gift, as each one has received a gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. There's this place that, I mean, I don't know if you know, realize that, but when God gifts us, it's really not for us. God never gives, not, God never gives us the gift for us. I mean, does it benefit us? Does it bless us? Yeah. But the reality is that the gift is for employing it, employing it to serve the body, to lift the body up, to encourage the body. And that's sometimes where we get a, a skew. That's where we get off because sometimes it's like, you know, well, what's my gift, you know, this, that, and the other. But the reality is it's not even for me. But I, I want us to walk in that, those gifts. I want us to walk in that, that place. But I want us to also have the, the, the place where if it ever becomes a Dead Sea issue, that's, it's not, that's where that place is going to be just like Jeremiah. And it's just going to be shut up in my bones. There's going to be weariness in my spirit if it's not for the body. It's for the body. And so the body's, the body's waiting to be built up. And, and there's a place in that for, for all of us. And, and I think so many times we get in this moment where I've got to be this, I've got to have this crazy giftedness and be up here and there. And no, it's like, same thing. I love the, the story that John. Bethany shared is just, you know, loving on somebody and seeing that place redeemed in their life. That's, that's just as much, that's, that's that place that God wants us to, to give out from. Um, it's, I love the next one, going on that next one that you had up there, I think. But it also determines how we respond to God. It's just very interesting in some of these uh, places uh, in relationship to the Hebrews 12. you have that up there, Jordan? Oh, there it is. Um, it's interesting. I read this one yesterday as we were in prayer for the women. I just We were reading through Hebrews, and I was like, man, there, there's another one. But it says, therefore, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, we receive a kingdom that cannot be shaken. We receive a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Uh, let us show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and offer our God as a consuming fire. There was a place that these, these, this guy, the writer of Hebrews said, you know, I received this unshakable kingdom and therefore it produced something in me. There was something that was released. There was something given. What was it? Gratitude. It was also a place of, you know, that we were going to offer up to God acceptable service with awe and reverence. There was a place that, man, as they received, now, some of us, there's a place that maybe that we need to go back and make sure that our, the kingdom that we have received is unshakable. It is. I'm telling you that the kingdom of God is unshakable. But sometimes in the weariness of life or sometimes in the, the place of, uh, of you know, walking that out, sometimes our, the kingdom that we've really received is not unshakable anymore. It's really something that can be questioned or it's something that, well, I don't know, uh, you know, and there's that, that that place and so there's a, there's this place that god wants to get us to a place that we we're, we're receiving it really determine determines how we respond to god in relationship to that because if our the king i was talking to uh, an older gentleman this week that you know just been going through some stuff and it was just amazing there was three or four significant times in his life that that really saw god move in crazy ways but because of some situations right now and just the things that have happened, uh, a few other things that have happened, you know, he was like, you know, I know God heals, but I'm not sure, not sure he does. I mean, it was kind of like this, unsol- all of a sudden, this this foundation in his heart 
had started to get shaken. And, and, and God wants to redeem that kingdom that is unshakable in us. That that's the kingdom that we, we have received. All right? Because we want to be able to respond to God. We, we, we want to respond in life to God. All right? Go on to this next one that I saw. It's also how we respond to people. Uh, I love this. You know, the great disciples they are, an argument started among them as to who's going to be the greatest, right? <laughs> so you're like, mm, okay. Well, we got these are the twelve great disciples, right? But Jesus, knowing that they were think what they were thinking in their heart, took a child and stood him by his side and said to him, "Who I love this? Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me." So he's like, not only do you get a receiving Jesus, you're receiving the Father. He's receiving the Father's heart, and so that. There's a there's that place that you know, if I if I ever even receive somebody, if I receive this little child, if I receive people into my into my life, if I receive you as who you are in, in in God, there's a place that I get to receive Him. I receive Jesus. That's that that's that place. That's why God wants to. Cre- I mean, the enemy wants to create all relational conflict to a place where you can't receive anything from anybody, or you can't receive people or where they're at, because the, the God's saying. If you receive this child in my name, uh, sorry, if whoever receives this child in my name receives me, there's a place that there's a God wants to open that floodgate back up, back up to where we can receive one another in the Lord, in the Lord. Um, I think do I have another scripture in that one? I don't think so. So it also determines how we respond to people. It also determines the openness of God moving in our midst, and this is the one that uh, pastors. Shishka, I always forget his name, <laughs> and then I'm afraid I'm going to say something really bad at that point. So, <laughs> so I have to really think through that moment. Uh, <laughs> but this is when he kind of spoke, you know, these couple of scriptures about, you know, how they, how people, how we receive the Lord really just determines how much He even walks and operates. And it's it's interesting. He says whatever. This is the, 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 he was commissioning the disciples to go. And it's interesting he says this. He says, whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat what is said before you, heal those who are in it or are sick, and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. Okay? So there's a place where if they receive, if we receive disciples, if we receive people, if we receive Jesus, there's a place that all of a sudden things start to happen. And that's that place in this relationship is going into his presence. We really have to receive him as he is. We have to receive one another as, as we are in him. Because that's a place where it, all of a sudden it breeds this environment for the kingdom of God to come about. It's interesting. But it says, but whatever city you enter and they do not receive you, go out in its streets and say, even the dust of your city which clings to our feet, we wipe off in protesting against you. Yet be sure of this, that the kingdom of God has come near. The... <laughs> The message was the same, right? The kingdom of God has come near. What was the difference? No healing. Like, all of a sudden there wasn't, and he didn't say heal the sick in it. He said move, move on. And so all of a sudden, that, that, that's got to be a place where even we apply that in our own lives, that we really receive Jesus as who he is. We receive people as they are so that it breeds this environment that God does miraculous, that God does the incredible. And so there's that, that place. Um, go on to that, this next one. This is the one where, um, 
when Jesus had finished these parables, he departed from there. He came to his hometown, began teaching them in their synagogue so that they were astonished and said, where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers? And so all of a sudden, instead of, wow, well, maybe that is because he is somebody other than who he said he was or we thought he was. But all of a sudden they went back to, gosh, isn't this? Isn't this just the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brothers James and Joseph and Simon? You know, they started recognizing him according to the flesh. And his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. What? You know, for some reason, you know, here's, here's a guy that's all of a sudden walking in miracles, walking in this great profound prophetic utterance, but they couldn't, it's like, you couldn't even receive, they couldn't even receive him. They couldn't receive him as, wow, well, maybe it's something that we didn't really understand and know. I think that's sometimes, you know, when we know somebody, it's, you ever met that person where you knew them in, back in high school? <laughs> and you're like, man, that dude was bad. <laughs> I was bad, but that dude was really bad. And then all of a sudden you meet him and he's like this crazy wild out Jesus person. You're like, wow, wow. You know, and that it kind of takes you back for a second, you know, but there's a place that, God wants to, this isn't even that. This is a guy that, I'm sure Jesus was a good man back then. And all of a sudden, he starts doing things. Starts doing things out of their what? Out of their comfort zone. Out of their, you know. Because that's when the presence of God comes. I'm just telling you. As God's presence comes and miracles happen. Some, even as God brings even for me when god brought deliverance in my life in relationship to some of those this is a little uncomfortable it was very like mm, wow okay um but i had to start really asking how do i re- how am i receiving and in relationship to them they couldn't receive jesus as who he was and go back put that back up go back up to the other and he did not do many miracles there because of their unbelief see what happened is that when we don't receive him as who he is you know all of a sudden it starts draining the the the, pre, the just draining this atmosphere out and so god wants to continue to create and develop that's why i love the healing team and, and just continue them going for it because there's a place where god's creating this environment that that is normal like that is the natural thing to do for him. when he shows up he heals when he shows up he sets free when he shows up there's joy in the place when he shows up there's there's life. But there is a place that, from our standpoint, there is a place that we have to receive. We have to receive him as, and not only receive, then we get to what? Freely give. All right? Because I think there, even just as a recognizing some of this, I think I was receiving a lot even in relationship to the presence of God. But I, I don't know if I really wanted to give, start giving that because I was a little still intimidated myself, you know. Um, go on. We gotta keep doing what time is it? Because I want to get to. I'm gonna do together. Okay. All right. So three quick challenges, real quick. Uh, the challenge is that you have to remember what you've received. Sometimes we forget what we've received. Sometimes we can forget in the midst of all this. Even in Revelation, to the angel of the church in Sardis, write, He who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars, say this: I know your deeds, that you have a name, that you are alive, but you are dead. Okay, same thing. They're like, there's some deadness. There's some dead sea. I mean, I, I felt like even when we were worshiping, that's what that call of God was in it. That's why I felt like, you know, come alive. 
but you are dead. This is to the church. And he says, I love it. Wake up. Strengthen the things that remain which are about to die, for I have not found your deeds completed in the sight of my God. And then they, what do you, what, how do we do that? Okay, how do I do that? So remember what you have received and heard. Keep it and repent. So there's a place where the God wants to take us to this place where not only that we receive, when we receive it, we've got to remember. We've got to keep that, that in our remembrance, the things that God has done. The things that God has spoken and downloaded into us. You know, we got to continue to ask for that to continue to be stirred up. So remember, first thing is that we have to remember what you've received. Um, and if you have forgotten, go back to the very start. The fact that you've received salvation, you've received the cross, you've received the things uh, so freely given in that. I love, you know, I love that scripture. If, if he didn't, if he, uh, let's see. He freely gave up his only son. How will he not? If he gave up his only son, how will he not freely give us all things? You know, there's a reality that he's already, that we've already received a whole lot just in the cross. But even just the things that he's spoken into us and declared to us, um, we have to re- remember. Um, the other challenge in this is to receive the kingdom like a child is the only way, is really that I saw in the scripture, the only way to enter. I mean, read, the, read this. And they were bringing children to him so that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant, which means a little upset, right? <laughs> He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Permit the children to come to me. Do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And go on. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will not enter in at all. I'm like, wow. Oh, <laughs> that's some little serious statement there. Receive the kingdom of God. Receive the kingdom of God like a child. <laughs> I was reminded this morning, too, it was awesome. Yesterday was so hard because it's Caleb's uh, 11th birthday. And he was really looking forward to it. And, um, but he started, he just got, he had a, I can tell he was not feeling good that morning. We were trying to get ready and and stuff. And by the time I had gone out and come back, he had really not felt great. So, you know, we were trying to throw some ibuprofen and some stuff because, you know, just because he had all this stuff. Sorry, that was Friday. So he wasn't feeling good. So then yesterday, same thing, kind of woke up. And he had all, of course, we had kind of some plans and this, that, and the other. And and, uh, they were getting frustrated. But we did some things and, uh, ibuprofen gave him enough time to get through some stuff but last night we were going to do the birthday cake and stuff over at the rileys and stuff and it was just really amazing like all he could do was sit on the, the the couch and so we were just trying to do some stuff but um i went ahead and took him home and put him in bed and, um just getting choked up about it but brennan when we left tulio said he found him in his room just weeping because Caleb didn't feel good and that Caleb couldn't enjoy his birthday. And I was like, man, that's receiving the kingdom of God like a child. Like that is getting back to that place where all the craziness and hardness of life, we continue just to really ask the Lord to take off of us so that we can get back to that place of really walking in this place of receiving the kingdom of God like a child. Because I, I can guarantee you, they don't have any hindrance in believing that 
God can heal because they don't have anything else to measure that by. We have all this measurement. You know, we have all this experience where we don't see God heal and we see God heal some and we don't see God heal some and so all of a sudden it gets all mangled in there. You know, they don't have a problem, an issue with with a lot of faith issues because they don't have all the grown-up stuff that we do to, to try to hold us back and hold us down. And I think that's what he's saying. Let us get back to really receive that place where Brendan, like his heart's breaking for his birthday. And, you know, it may be small, but it was big. It was big to Caleb. It was big to Brennan. And so getting back to that place. Um, the last one, last challenge is just receiving the, the fullness of the word. Really, I just can't pick and choose what I want. You know, that, that's, that's sometimes hard because we'll receive, we'll receive words that we like. And then we just kind of skim over the ones that we don't. But I love it. Therefore, putting aside all filthiness and all that remains of wickedness, in humility, receive the word implanted that saves your soul. There's a place where if we can receive some words, you know, maybe we've been rejecting some words just because we just know that we just aren't ready for that or we just don't want to go there. God say, no, receive that so it, it can implant and it can save your soul. It can save those places in your soul that are, you know, frustrated. And, and, but receiving that, and of course, we know that if we receive the word of God, just like Jeremiah, it's going to come forth. It's going to, it has to come out. Um, we go on to the next one. This is really interesting. But I'm afraid that as a servant deceived Eve by his crafties, your mind will be led astray from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. For if one comes preaching another Jesus whom we have not preached, or you receive a different spirit which you have not received, or a different gospel which you have not accepted. And there's a place where sometimes in the midst of you know, life we start, you know, if my, if my life is not matching up with the word of God, then I start receiving a different gospel. Because I, want, I need to hear something else so that I can walk the way I want to walk. And that's not what it's called. You know, the gospel is called walking according to his kingdom, his, his word, his, his truth. And, um, and I think I have another one up there. No. Did I have another one listed? Yeah, Second Corinthians. Some reason, so, a couple of them got popped out. Oh, no. Which one did I? The Luke 10 passage. That's what it was. Uh, I can't think and turn at the same time. Real quick, this one. What did I say there? Luke ten twenty five. <laughs> maybe I was just trying to throw this one in there because I, I just think it's so interesting. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and put him to the test. Jesus to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? You know, it's always funny how those, all, all those guys always came and tried to figure out, okay, what can I do to get eternal life? Because that's, that's really the few things that I need want to do. <laughs> I, just need to do I just need to know what to get to heaven. So, of course, he says, and, and it's interesting, Jesus said to him, turns back around and says to the lawyer, well, what is written in the law? How does it read to you? How do you receive it? How do you receive the law? It's very interesting. I never saw this because I think I've, there's another passage that Jesus just says these things. But this one, he turns around and says to the Lord, you, you tell me what you see in the law. I mean, this is the law, okay? I mean, we, we have our concept of law, right? And so if, if I had to come down to two statements that summed up the law, I'm not sure I would have come 
totally up with what he came up with. But this is interesting. He received what he received from the law was uh, well. He answered and says, "Well, all right. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself." That's a pretty good synopsis, you know. But a lot of us would think, "Well, law, gosh, do's and don'ts, this, that, and the other." And you're like, "How did you come?" You know, but God was saying that's how he received it. Now the problem was. You know, he just received in part. He just kind of picked and chose because then he's going to go. Then the next one, he shouldn't have asked the second question, really. Some, you, ever, you ever get to those places, if you watch him ask the second question, that's when they get in trouble. Because <laughs> then he says, but wishing to justify himself, because he's got a problem. Is he just said, love your neighbor as yourself. Well, wait a second. All right, so, well, then who's my neighbor? Because if I can go love him, then I can get what? Eternal life. Well, that's a whole ball. That's a whole different ball game. You know, that's a whole. We're not going to go into. That's a whole Samaritan. You know, the, the the Samaritan along the road. But really, your neighbor is anyone that you walk with in, in our life. I mean, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't even know how, you know, the way to say it. He didn't really. Our, our neighbor is, is you. Our neighbor is those that are out there. Our neighbor is the guy that's on the, beaten on the side of the road and needs to be taken to the end and, and cared for. And I can I can tell it doesn't tell the rest of the story, but I'm thinking that he's kind of like the rich young ruler. He probably went. He probably like buried his head and went, oh, "Man, I thought I had it because I kept I kept the I kept the I've done I've done some of those, but I need to know what my neighbor is because I don't think I've loved my neighbor. I need to figure that out. And so there's a place where you know even that guy, even that lawyer, couldn't pick and choose. The rich young ruler couldn't pick and choose what he wanted to live by and what he didn't. And there's a place that God wants to. We got to receive that word and then allow it to come forth, allow it to come out. All right, but the ultimate place of receiving this is interesting. Even Jesus had to receive this. For when, for when Jesus received honor and glory from God the Father, there was a place that even Jesus Himself, there was download into His who He was. It was God the Father says, "Oh, I'm going to give you." honor and glory from myself such an utterance as this was made to him by the majestic glory this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased and we ourselves have heard this utterance i mean i'm just telling you this was at the beginning of the ministry right i mean this is when he got baptized set apart went forward right do you think i have think that this has a whole lot to do with how he got set apart in ministry he received something and therefore, you know he went and gave at that point. He totally went and gave at that point. And so there's a place that God wants. I just felt like there was just a, a quick, this quick word of just start recognizing what I'm receiving and, if, and also am I freely giving, okay? Because there's a place where I can't be a dead sea. It can't, can't be a coming in. I can't be a, this crazy, awesome believer that has a crazy, awesome knowledge of God and crazy, awesome... Uh, sermon intake and crazy awesome, you know, because all of a sudden at some point that will die within us. Because it's really not anything that I receive is really ultimately, I don't believe for me. It does it set me free? Yeah, but ultimately then my being set free does what? It allows me to go forward. You know, the things that Jesus received, glory and honor from the Father as a son empowered him to go forth and live that out uh, as, as the Son of God. And so there's that place. And so what we, I want to do is I want, I want to, 
want us to receive communion today, receive the things that he did in relationship to that. So I want uh, I know I asked several of several that I asked. If y'all can just go back and Kevin's gonna if y'all can go ahead and start handing that out. Um, and if DJ wants to come and play his guitar, that'd be good. Um but I, this last key to walk out as you know on your sheet there, as we walk in this place of God's presence, we have to be in a position to give out that which we receive. And I think that God wants us to be in that mindset of asking, all right, God, may, empower me to be a giver. Empower me to be a giver. It's, a, it's over there, God. Papa John, can you have I might need one more person I can go well, he's so Lord, as they're handing these out, Lord, I just want to pray right now in Jesus' name, God, as you have just, I know, Lord, it's just kind of a word of, of just really just a word of encouragement to really just begin to provoke our minds and our hearts. You know, we can be such in a receiving mode that, God, I just pray that you would help us, empower us to know that, God, as we receive, that we can freely give. If there's a place that you're calling us forth, calling us out as a body, not to be stagnant, not to be, to wake, or even just as you said in that revelation, to wake up to remember the things that we've received, to remember the things that we have uh, have walked in. And that out of that, God, that you would just come. And, in, and Lord, maybe some of, our, some of our receivers have been broken, or maybe our receivers have been, it's been hard to tune in to the fullness of what you're saying or who you are. But God, I just pray today, God, you would make... Uh, our receivers receptive to what you're declaring, what you're speaking, what you're saying, God. That we would be um, like those that the disciples said that they went into the city and they received. And, the, and as they received, then the kingdom of God came near to them and healing and restoration. And, and the, the kingdom of God was just supernaturally, supernaturally released. Lord, that's what I believe you've called us as well in place, God, to be that place of, of supernatural release. And God, I want us all to be in a position to receive. And I also want us all to be in a position to give. So, Lord, even as we're just going into this time of communion, God, I just pray right now in Jesus' name, God, that you would just uh, empower us to, uh, to, to understand and know, God, what we've really received, what we've really received from you in the cross, what we've received to you, from you in the, in, your, in, in the fullness of the Spirit of God that's gone forth into our hearts, declaring Abba, Father. The things that we've received is just that script, just reminded of that scripture, Lord, the glory that was given to you, Lord Jesus, you gave to us. And Lord, it's the same glory and honor that the Father gave to the Son, Jesus, that the Son, Jesus, releases into us as sons and daughters. 
So, Lord, even today, I, I pray that we be a great release in here to understand and receive sonship. Receive the fullness of what you declare as, as, you, uh, uh, as you declare, well done. This is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. And so, Lord, we just ask for that right now in Jesus' name for just supernatural release of that. Because, Lord, if we receive that, God, if we really receive that, we will be able to give in abundance. We will be able to give in abundance. So, Lord, I just pray that. Just pray that in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So, Lord, prepare our hearts even as we take communion together. God, that as we take communion together, that, Lord, we just, maybe just take a minute. Just just take a minute before you and Him. And I, I just want to encourage, I didn't say this at the beginning, but if you don't feel comfortable taking that communion at this time, don't feel pressured to do that. Um, you don't have to at all. So I just want to make that clear. But just take a minute before you and Him. Just there's something there, if there, or if there's something that maybe there's the response is in this time where you, it's just between you and Him. Maybe there's just some repentance, or maybe there's just some confession of, okay, I've received a lot of things from you, Lord. Empower me to know how to release that, how to give that. Whatever that is, just take a moment with it. So I'm just going to go back to that scripture that kind of started with First Corinthians 11:23. For I received from the Lord, received from the Lord. I mean, what better thing than the body and the blood? That which I have received from the Lord, I also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus, in the night that He was betrayed, took bread, and when He had given thanks, He broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is for you, which is for you, which is for you. Lord, we just receive the body of Christ. We receive, God, what you did on the cross. We receive, God, the, 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 everything that you did in, that encapsulates even just the beating that you took on, the, on your back and the beatings that you took on the cross, God. That was for our healing. That was for our restoration, God. That was for, uh, Lord, we receive that. Lord, as individuals, we receive that as a body. God, we just ask that it would be just released. As, as Lord, we would just give that out. That we would, in, in return, God, we would go out and heal the sick, raise the dead, cast, cast out demons, and, and lay hands on the leper and see them free. God, if we've received that, we freely give. So, Lord, we receive this today. Receive your body. 
in Jesus' name and faith that, God, we can give that out in Jesus' name. So let's just take the body. And in the same way, he took the cup. Should have asked this before. Does everybody have one? <laughs> did, everybody, did anybody get skipped over that we need to stop? Sorry. So in the same way, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So, Lord, we even take this cup. God, we receive the blood of Christ. We receive what you did for us on the cross. We receive that in the name of Jesus. God, we just ask that right now, God, as, as we partake of this, God, that God, the, the blood that, that washes away sin, that washes away the filth and the wickedness of life, God, just all that that you declared in that scripture, just throw all that stuff off and, and really just come to this place of receiving, God, receiving the word and that is implanted that saves our soul, Lord. We just receive the blood that you promised, that you declared even from the foundation of the world, God, that you declare that would give us freedom and give us forgiveness and, and wash, Lord, our sins away, God, and empower us to live. God, we receive that today. So, Lord, we just take this. We thank you for the body that, that was broken and pierced, Lord, that your blood, God, uh, was given to us for the forgiveness of our sins. So, Lord, we just take in Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and take the cup. So, Lord, thank you for just the ability just to come today, God, to, to hear, God, just your word, to hear the, the cry of your heart to, for us to, to come into this place of receiving. And out of that place of receiving that we give, Lord, God, it's never a, it's never a one or the other, God. It is because some of us, maybe we've just been given a lot. Maybe we've just been given, 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 and then we haven't had anything to receive to really give. We've just been given out of ourselves. Lord, that can be the case also. So, Lord, it, it's it's a one, it's a both and, God. We need to be in a place to receive from you. So, Lord, just even this week, God, that, that you would just take us to a place. We just stand. I just want to kind of close with these. Lord, just even as we're standing, I just want to pray right now in Jesus' name, God, that God, that you would empower us this week to just get to that back to that place. Maybe some, of, maybe if we we haven't positioned ourselves to receive, we haven't gotten into your presence, God, and just gotten into your the kingdom word, God. Whatever that looks like, God. Maybe we just have we just been it's been busy, Lord. Just I know I was talking to somebody yesterday. Just that school has overwhelmed him, Lord. And I just pray even in the midst of those overwhelming times, God, that. That there are going to be moments, there's going to be a, a few minutes, maybe a, uh, that might just look like a few minutes, but God, that there's going to be a place where we just really get to be in your presence to receive, to receive us, our sonship and daughtership in you, but to receive your word that releases and brings freedom to, to receive, Lord God, just that, that place of who you are, and Lord, who you are, Lord, and even in that place of of Sarah, knowing who you are as faithful, God gave her the ability to conceive. Lord. So, Lord, even in that place, God, if we even just receive in your character, 
God, just that there would be some, some great things released in, into our lives. And, and maybe we're, we've been on the other side where we've been just giving, 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 and, 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 or on that side of giving, giving, giving. And I just pray that you would just empower us to stop and receive. And, Lord, maybe where we've been receiving a lot, but, Lord, maybe we've just been, maybe, Lord, just like me, maybe fear and intimidation. Maybe there's some things in our lives that's just tried to cut off the giving part of that. And, Lord, I just pray for a great release today. That the floodgates would come forth, God. That the freedom would come forth, God, to, to not only receive, but also to give freely, God. Without reserve, without, Lord, knowing that you always pour in so we don't have to worry about the reserve, God. So, Lord, I just pray for that. I just ask for that release. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So, it's getting late, so I'm just going to kind of release you. But also, we'll, I'll be here and there will be a few people to stay here. If there's either two of those things that you just want to pray about, maybe you've been given a lot and you just need to come to a place where God wants to download some things there and receive, just come up come up here and, and stand and we're gonna, we'll pray for you. Um, if, or if... You've been in the other place where you've been receiving a lot and have felt like you haven't had the freedom to give. Whatever that looks like, I just encourage you to come and get prayer this morning before you leave. But otherwise, have a great day. Thank you for walking with us this morning and, and, and participating in that, in, that, in that supper, supper of the kingdom. So, uh, so ble- blessings on your day, blessings on your day. But if you need prayer, come and get prayer. If any of the uh, healing words were for you and you didn't come up during worship, come and get prayer today as well. But if you need it, come and stand on a laminate and we'll pray for you. If not, enjoy the rest of your awesome, beautiful day.